Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, isn't that right? It truly does not matter who the host is. Today is Monday, 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 November the 30th of 2020, day 335 of the year, and only 31 days left to go. So how did you make through? How did you survive? If you're here in the U.S., did you make it through? And survive this holiday weekend, and hopefully you had a grand and fantastic time during the Thanksgiving festivities, activities, whatever the hell you want to call them. Um, I don't know. I, so hopefully it was a grand good old time, whatever that looked like for you. I know that it was different this year because of everything that's going on. Anyways, we are streaming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. And we are broadcasting across the multiverse of Safety FM. So just in case you're new to the show, here's the way that it goes. The layout of the land goes something like this. We are a radio show over a podcast over a video streaming service. So I will do some weird things where you don't, where I will not focus on the camera because that's the way that it works. But we will have conversations related to the things that are going on in the world of the news. Yeah, we'll call that news. Um, and then we'll have a discussion of what I think the crap means behind it all, because that's the way that it kind of goes. And then we go from there. Anyway, so let's talk about it real quick. A lot of interesting stuff. I, I'm kind of amazed. We did put up our little Christmas tree, but the lighting is so poor inside of this joint that you can't even see it. It's right here if you're on the video stream. 
I'll move it. There you go. You might see it a little bit better now. Yeah, that's the way that it goes around here. Peanut gallery for sure. Uh, so anyways, let's start off. It is your typical Monday. So we're getting back and ready into the groove of stuff, doing the things the way that they were meant to be done. Supposedly, I think it's supposed to be said something like along those lines. So let's talk about what we normally talk about on Mondays, which is what has been trending over the weekend. So let's talk about it that way. Hello, inside of the box. How are you? So let's talk about exactly what exactly is going on. So let's go from there. First trend that we were seeing over the weekend said, hashtag RIP Darth Vader. We're trending following the news of the death of Dave Prozer. Pros, excuse me, pros. Passing pros was the man behind the mask of the original Star Wars trilogy. Many fans tweeted their condolences using the hashtag while also adding May the Force and hashtag Star Wars to their post. Also over the weekend, you did see hashtag Tyson versus Jones swept social media Saturday night as Mike Tyson faced off against Roy Jones Jr. at the Staples Center. The match was ended in a draw, lasted a full eight rounds. Many on Twitter felt that Tyson was a clear victor. Apparently, there was not a lot of people that read the rules to that because they had said how that was going to work if it went into the draw scenario. So I guess people needed to go back out there and take a look. There was another hashtag that was making the sequences was hashtag Chadwick Bosman. Was trending on Sunday that on that would have been the late actor's 44th birthday, known for his starring role in the Black Panther. Bosman passed away from colon cancer back in August. And then last but not least in the world of the hashtags, Save Daredevil landed on the top of the trending tweets on Sunday as fans of the rail together to convince Disney and Marvel to bring the superhero TV show back to the TV screen. Anyways, I have to tell you, if you've never seen that show, and I don't want to harp too much about that TV show, that TV show was good. It was on Netflix, but it was a good show, dude. By the way, there's a, there's a guy that I admire most. He talks with a pen in his hand all the time. Yes, and he points at it. It's kind of funny. Um, it's a good show. It is a great show. So if you do get a chance, you should probably take a look at it, a gander, if you have not done so, and maybe... You know, if you do like it, put the hashtag in there. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, do hashtags make a difference? Like, does the world make a different place? Or does the world make a different place if you do that? I don't know. You know, whatever works out for you and you think it's going to work best, maybe you should do those things. Anyways, I already think that I'm ranting about whatever the hell I'm thinking about already. So let's just do this. Let's get you in some feature story news because let's get it started off that way and then we'll get moving and grooving. Here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Australia says China must apologise after an official Twitter account posted a fake picture of an Australian soldier killing an Afghan child. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says Beijing should be ashamed. Relations between the two countries have been deteriorating in recent months. Boris Johnson's calling for unity and resolve from his MPs ahead of a vote on Tuesday on tiered COVID-19 restrictions for England. Dozens of Conservatives are considering voting against the tiers, which will replace a national lockdown on December the 2nd. Many feel the measures are too draconian or that their areas are being placed into the wrong level of restrictions. Conservative MP Nigel Evans says the government needs to listen to his colleagues' fears for local businesses. I believe that they are quite um, aware as to uh, the concern that MPs have got, not for themselves, it's for 
basically yeah. entrepreneurs in their own constituencies, they are firmly closed at the moment. When you've got a lot of discontent within your own party, then it's not a good place to be. Hong Kong is tightening its COVID-19 social distancing measures as health authorities say the city's current outbreak is the worst since the pandemic began. Schools are suspending classroom teaching for the rest of the year. Civil servants are being ordered to work from home. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. Hong Kong's health authorities are warning the public to remain vigilant after the city reported 115 new cases of the coronavirus on Sunday. That's the highest number in almost four months and included 24 cases that have not been traced to an obvious source. The government is tightening a raft of measures to combat the spread. All Hong Kong schools will switch back to online teaching from Wednesday until after the Christmas holidays and a new work-from-home policy is set to be announced for the city's almost 200,000 civil servants. The government is also ordering customers who dined at three specific restaurants over the past fortnight to all get tested for COVID-19 by Thursday after it confirmed that the restaurants are the source of new clusters of cases. Anyone who ignores the order faces a potential fine of more than 3,000 US dollars and six months imprisonment. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. U.S. officials are warning of an acceleration in COVID cases after the Thanksgiving weekend. Infections have been rising rapidly in recent weeks, with the U.S. recording 4 million new cases in November alone. Nick Harper reports from Washington. It's thought 50 million Americans kept their Thanksgiving travel plans, despite the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issuing a recommendation against gathering for the holidays. Top infectious disease expert Dr Anthony Fauci told NBC that the coming weeks are likely now to show the consequences. We might see a surge superimposed upon that surge that we're already in. And now hospitals are bracing for a post-Thanksgiving spike. I'm Nick Harper in Washington. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, I guess I'm trying to be something. I don't know if entertaining is definitely the the key here. Anyway, so let's start talking about the world and the news and the things going on, because I think that that's what we have to do. I, like, it's not like we have a choice anymore. It has to be done. We have to talk about these things. Anyway, so let's talk about the top of the shit list and see what's going on inside of there, because that's going to be the important part as we start moving and grooving and moving and grooving. So here we go. Australians are concerned about the wildfires after the sweltering heat waves that hits part of the country. The temperature hit about 104 degrees Fahrenheit in Sydney over the weekend, while the New South Wales, South Australia, and Northern Victoria, Victoria hit about 113. The hot, dry conditions prompted officials to issue a total ban on outdoor fires. Well, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. By the way, here's the new move on the tree. Yeah, so I think maybe banning some shit for a moment in regards of outdoor fires, probably a good idea, my friends. Probably just throwing that out there. Um, Good idea. Let's move forward with that of not doing anything in that particular regards because it might be just a grand idea. Have we seen some of the wildfires, of course, because we talked about them for a long period of time that was going on in California. Let's just make sure that it doesn't end up being like that. Because I think that's going to be important. Anyways, this is a continue. A mom from Singapore who beat COVID while pregnant has given birth to a baby with antibodies against the virus. According to the Straight Times, 
Celine Najang, 31, gave birth earlier this month to a baby boy who tested negative for the virus but positive for the antibodies. Najang was hospitalized for two weeks in March after contracting the virus. Doctors now suspect that she transferred her antibodies to the baby during her pregnancy. Well, holy crap. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that for a moment. I think I might watch too many superhero movies. Now, is this going to be like this new mutant gene? Because maybe that's the thing to talk about. But think about how cool that is. Kid doesn't have to worry about it. I mean, not that he would be worried about it anyways. He's too young to worry about anything, which is a good part. But look at the bright side here. So many different things going on. Look how great our bodies are and the crap that they can do. We tend to forget that sometimes. You have to fuel that thing with some good stuff. Yeah, I said good stuff. No, not necessarily that it tastes good. I said good stuff. There's a difference. Believe me. I've learned this throughout the years. Anyways, let's continue. Schools in Baltimore were forced to shut down today and tomorrow, but not because of the coronavirus, but according to a tweet sent out by the Baltimore County Public School, classes in, for Monday and Tuesday were canceled due to a computer breach. I mean, let's think about it. I remember when I used to think snow days were a big deal, but a computer breach is great. The school district remote learning program, its website and its email and grading system all fell into a cyber attack last week. The Baltimore County Police Department has opened a criminal investigation into the attack. So what do you think is going on there? Do you think some kids got together and said, hey, I got an idea. I kind of screwed up on some of my classes and let's go ahead and change that. I mean, the Baltimore school district. Come on. The, the Baltimore County Public Schools. What are you changing here? I remember this old movie that I saw a long, long time ago, Matthew Broderick, Reese Weatherspoon, titled Election. Yeah, my, today might be the last day that it's available on HBO Max. Yeah, throwing that out there, just in case. Um, yeah, so I look at it and I go, I remember there were some changes, some weird things going on in that occasion. So is that kind of the case here as well? Hello, Maciel. So that's the thing to talk about. That's for sure. But a lot of weird stuff. So think about it now. So now we have to be concerned about computer breaches. I'll tell you, one of my kids does the virtual stuff, does the virtual learning. And they've already had to close down their school a couple of times because the internet going down. Where the kid has to check in a couple of times throughout the day to see if their internet came back up. What kind of lifestyle is that? Makes it interesting. Makes it for some fun days at home. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue. A British woman went berserk on some bottles of booze in Aldi supermarket last week. The woman broke about 500 bottles of alcohol worth more than $130,000 in England supermarket, according to the local reports. Eyewitness said that the woman slipped and fell onto the booze, covered the floor, and cut her hand. Man, talk about some crap there. Talk about it, man. So, I don't know. You know, we were talking a few weeks ago where we're talking about health and concerns of people and how we do these things. The thing to think about for sure is this. You remember that we were seeing that the most cases actually that were occurring with COVID were related to people in the supermarket. And then you hear about some cluster F like this. I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, boozing is boozing. But I don't go to the supermarket and go boozing. Matter of fact, I don't go anywhere and go boozing because I just don't do it. But, hey, whatever. Everybody has to do their own gig. That's for sure. That's one way to look at it. No way to ands, if, and buts about it. That's for sure. But think about it. If now they're saying that the highest contaminated rate is there, then you have some jackass running into 500 bottles of alcohol because she went berserk. And there is a video online, just in case. 
because it seems to be a video online for everything these days. Oh, yes, not just for fans, not only for fans, if you get what I'm saying. So anyways, a lot of stuff there. Think about it that way. Black Friday shopping looked a little different this year due to COVID-19 crisis. According to Adobe Analytics, consumers spent about $9 billion online after Thanksgiving, a 21.6% increase year over year. Black Friday 2020 is now the second largest online spending day in U.S. history, according to the 2019 Cyber Monday. Hold on. Cyber Monday. Worth noting, Cyber Monday. Today is slated to become the largest digital sell day ever. Projected spending between $10.8 billion and $12.7 billion. That's a lot of money to be going around. That's for sure. But I have to tell you, if I get another damn email about somebody's sell, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I would get ad after ad after ad. And don't get me wrong. I understand we do some limited marketing here. But I'm getting three, four ads in one day about the same crap. Don't miss my super sale that's going to be here and gone. No, dude. No. It's okay. Your sale's cool. But I don't need three ads about it. Just in case you missed it, get my super duper duper sale. Oh, you missed out, so we need to get the super duper duper. The sale is now. I mean, it's a little extreme out there, and I don't. I probably shouldn't torture you with that shit because I'm sure you saw it over a thousand times, over and over and over and over and over and over. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue, continue, continue. Walt Disney announced that 32,000 employees, mainly from the parks, experience, resorts division, will be terminated by next March. The number includes 28,000 that were unveiled in staff cuts in September. Parks have been among the hardest hit entertainment segment in the pandemic era, along with movie theaters and live events. And I know we talk about it here all the time. So let me kind of not give the, the lay of the land the same way again. But in Orlando, and I can only say that because I live here, how Disney goes is really how the rest of Florida goes. So I'm assuming that because Disney's doing this, we'll see Universal, we'll see SeaWorld, we'll see Bush Gardens do some along the same things. And I understand because probably we shouldn't be out there, my personal opinion, of course, with everything going on. Or if you're going to do it, it should be extremely limited. And let's be realistic. These parks are projected to make large sums of money when they're at capacity let's try that again capacity think about it they have to be at capacity to make money and to be able to staff all the people they need i understand these things and yes don't get me wrong there's a lot of conversations that can be had well businesses are only in there to make money well no shit sherlock thank you yes i understand that i don't want to see people get their jobs cut i don't want to see people furloughed especially at that amount the impact that it will have to them personally, the impact that it will have overall to their family. I mean, I understand these things. But also, I understand the other side of the equation at the same time, too. But here's what I look at. What positions get left out or get moved right away? 
I have a guy that I used to work with that he contacted me and said, hey, listen, I just got let go. And it wasn't because they were down in business. It was they were just doing job cuts because they wanted to increase their bottom line. He was the only person that did the position. And he was in the safety department. The only person in the safety department. So I wonder how that's going to go. Anyways, let's continue. Scientists in Australia have discovered that the Womat and the other marsupials glow in the under ultralight. The accidental discovery made the research in the Western Australian Museum decided that the fact check, a paper published in researchers of Wisconsin about the biofluorescent platypuses. Dr. Paula Anik, a U.S. researcher in Nuthland College, said that the ability to glow a form of camouflage. Yeah, camouflage, I said. So there you go. Something interesting there. Probably something that you didn't think you would hear today. Because I definitely didn't think it was going to be something that I would say today. That's for sure. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Yep, 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 yep. It's a win them before you can buy them weekend. Oh, no, that's another radio show that I used to do. Okay, despite being at home 20 of the 100 price. Hold on. Besides being home to 20 of the priciest zip codes in the U.S. For the, for the first time ever, a non-NYC is in the top 10. According to Property Shark Annual Survey, the medium home sales in Tribeca, zip code 10007, zip code dropped from 5th to 11th, and it 10013 zip code came in at number 13, five lower than in the grade that it was last year. Meanwhile, in the Hamptons, things looked a little better. Uh, which is the home of the likes of Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon, kept its number two ranking, and Bridgehampton moved up to the number 23rd spot. Oh, my God. Six of the other eight of the top were in Silicon Valley. Los Angeles had two zip codes tied to the top Seattle suburbs of Medina. Home of Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos made the top ten. A third of all. Near Palo Alto came in at number one, while Alpine, New Jersey, took the hundred spots of the list. I don't even know who the hell sent me this, dude. Why the hell would we even go over this? Yeah, I'm sure that, you know, me being the safety pro that I am, I care about the top 100 freaking zip codes of what the hell's going on. We need to talk about this. We really do. I'm being serious. No, seriously. God, I don't even know what the hell happens. Like, how does this even make it into this? Like, really? Hold on. If you go to jlandoc, or excuse me, if you go to drjlan.com, you can fact check everything that's going on in real time. Now, I, I've been watching too much political shit over the last little bit that I should stop saying that stuff. Uh, you know, I kind of, I don't know if I should mention this, but I should. Man, ah, screw it. I'll talk about it anyways. I tend to watch a lot of weird documentaries. I just do. I take these research pieces and I try to look at the work that people have done in regards to documentaries just to understand. And some of this shit is so one-sided. I mean, it is like so heavy lean. And don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here going, we don't lean all over the place on this show because we do. It's like, oh, I don't like this this week. Oh, I don't like this that week. I don't like this. I don't like that. Or I love this. I love that. I love, 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 love. But dude, a documentary. You spent two hours of my life in this particular example. To tell me your love 
for X person, X candidate, X. It's like, geez, dude, couldn't we have kind of packaged that a little bit better? And I'm going to tell you, I'm not a big fan of like Rotten Tomatoes because I don't want people to tell me what I'm supposed to think about a movie before I watch it, especially documentaries. Because I kind of want to form my own opinion. But God, I, now I start thinking maybe it is a better idea just to watch it that way. Anyways, let's continue. An American tourist with a guilty conscience returned a fragment of an ancient marble stone that had been stolen from Rome. The National Roman Museum reportedly received a bulky package from Atlanta, Georgia last week containing the rock inscribed with the message to Sam Love Jess, Rome 2017, and a black marker. Along the rock was an apology letter from the visitor whose museum officials assumed was Jess. In the letter, the club, <laughs> the club don't ask for forgiveness and for being an American asshole. Well, <laughs> why don't you just go with American idiot? At least we could have played something on the radio station to kind of correspond with it all at the same time. So, you know, something like saying, um, I don't want to be an American idiot. You are listening to the X Factor. Oh, how did that happen? That's definitely the wrong button. You know, what happens most of the times is we program these things, and I have other people's stuff on here. So we get these horrible, horrible things that I do, and I press the wrong button, and then I get segments of other shows, which I'm sure you do not want to hear when I'm doing this show. So let's try that again. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so, you know, Thanksgiving just occurred, so we have to talk about it. It does happen a lot in the South, so let's talk about this. A deep-fried turkey may have been the cause of a fire that destroyed the home's well, this time not in the South, but up in Massachusetts, Thanksgiving Day. Resident heard an explosion before the blaze ripped through several houses in New Bedford neighborhood. According to the local news outlet, one woman was seriously injured and 27 others were displaced because of the fire. The inv- And there is an investigation on its way. So, I don't know. Have you ever had a deep fried turkey? No, like seriously, have you had a deep fried turkey? That thing has to be dethawed perfectly, and you need to cook it outside. Yeah, like outside, not on your porch, not on your patio, like somewhere in the middle of your freaking yard and not close to anything. Like the structure has to be so perfect, so perfect as you do it. Because that's the setup. The setup works that way. If you don't set it up 100%, you run into these small clusters, and then that's no fun. And then that becomes a whole other conversation. And a lot of people don't like when people start talking about that because, you know, hey, you're supposed to be having these joyous occasions during this time. But let's be realistic. You can't have the joyous occasion if you're not sure on how to actually cook the damn thing. Because then that becomes a whole other thing. And then my concern there automatically is that if you don't know how to cook it, what do you think is going to happen? Because if you're not careful, then you run into this scenario, like we're talking about right now, where this dude, well, this home, had a fire, and then we have all their kind of clusters going on. So, weird thing to think about, but sometimes things that have to be talked about. And some people will not like that, but that's okay, because 
it is part of what is going on. So a lot of interesting stuff going on inside of the news. And of course, the news story that I had up has vanished. So let me see if I can find it. Here we go. Wanted to tell you about this one. A newer Florida law anti-mob will bill will allow citizens to shoot and kill looters. Yeah, I'm not joking as I say this. Yeah, I have my other screen in my hand here. Sorry about that. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is seeking to expand the state stand on your ground law with the drafting of new litigation that he is calling the anti-mob bill. The new litigation, if it becomes law, would allow armed citizens to shoot and potentially kill anyone that is suspect of looting. The move is in response to the wave of protests that have swept across the nation in the past year. According to the Miami Herald, the legislation is an attempt to prevent violent and disorderly assemblies by permitting violence against anyone involved in disrupting or impairment of a business. The law specified that any burglary within 500 feet of a violent or disorderly assembly could be answered with, ready for this, lethal force. Lethal force. So there you go. Think about it in that fashion. However, the legal experts fear that this could give vigilantes a license to kill. Former Miami-Dade County Prosecutor Denise George, who has been an experience with stand-your-ground cases in the state, told the Herald that the, the proposed law would allow vigilantes to become the judge, jury, and executioner over, over petty crimes. The legislation also targets protesters with legal actions making the disruption of blocking traffic a third-degree felony. The law would also give immunity to drivers who kill or injure protesters who were on the road. The legislation also targets jurisdictions that seek to defund the police department by allowing that state to cut the budgets of any local government that decides to do so. The Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gilber, a former prosecutor and critic of the already existing Stand Your Ground law, believes that DeSantis is attempting to impress Trump's administration with a piece of legislation as such. In most, state, in most states, conflicts that have taken between, between protesters and counter-protesters have been judged by a case-by-case basis, depending on the evidence. However, critics argue that this legislation would be further legal precedents to, to protect the actions of vigilantes and further criminalize protest. Legalizations like this would decide the outcome of cases similar to the Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old who was charged in the fatal shooting of the two protesters over the summer during the demonstration in Wisconsin. If a law like this was in place in Wisconsin at the time and the incident, Rittenhouse would have likely been, would have not been charged with any crimes and any, and any certainty would have been charged with murder. So what do you think about this? Like, what is your thought process? Not my thought process. I tell you what's going on here. Because you don't get me wrong. We are in the strange trade of Florida, Florida, Florida. So these things are expected here. Duh. So what do you think about it when you hear something like this? Do you think that it's okay? Do you think that this is something that should be nationwide? Your opinion is going to be the one that matters. Because here's the strange thing about the whole thing. Imagine you have some kind of a strike at work, and then something happens where somebody starts rioting. Then what happens there? What does that become? What does it change into? And how does that look on your end and my end? 
and how are you going to be able to protect your workers? A lot of stuff to think about there. I'm not saying I agree. I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying listen to what's going on. That's the proposal for a bill here in Florida. So something to think about as we do mention it, because that's what I do. I mention crazy stuff of what's going on. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so it's time of the morning that we start talking about what's going on in the minds of this. Well, I guess of me. So let's talk about what's on the mind here. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so I've been thinking about it, giving it some time, giving it some credence, giving it some, uh, you know, some other stuff, that's for sure. And I've been thinking about this for a period of time and wanted to come to you and talk about it. So let's kind of do some backtracking here and go. And so now we're back and let's go back to when we were kids. And I want you to think about for a moment that dream that you had of what you wanted to pursue, what you wanted to become as you got older. Like, what was the dream? What was the thought process of, hey, this is when I get older, this is what I wanted to do. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I know people's dreams change. And things change throughout the life. But some people have dreams of something they wanted to do since they were a kid and they ended up doing it later on in life, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. But there's some of us that end up going into career paths. And it's part of what our dream was. And it's part of what we wanted to do. And we take a look around and we go, okay, this is cool but it's not exactly the dream that I had in mind. And you can attempt to move and groove and do the things inside of yourself that you think are going to be pertinent to get you to X, but you don't get there. And some people might consider it a failure and you're kind of taking a look around and you're going, I am not sure what to do next. And now don't get me wrong. Some people wish they could fall into these scenarios where kind of somebody gave them guidance and got them there. So, oh, here's your, here's your path. Do, 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 do. But we talk about these dreams and sometimes you don't get there. And I, what I'm trying to get to here is sometimes we have these things that are known as indescribable dreams. You know how you want to feel. You know how you want it to look. You want to, You know what you want to see. And I think that sometimes we run into the same thing with our safety programs. 
And maybe your dream was to be a safety person. Maybe that was the whole, you know, thing that you wanted to do. But I think that sometimes there is a communication issue between the dreams that we want to realize in our personal lives to sometimes the dreams that we want to realize in our career that sometimes can actually continue into some things that we're trying to present inside of an organization. Now, let me explain this to you. There are going to be people that are going to go, what? What the hell are you talking about? And that's okay. But I have to make you understand as well this. You will meet people throughout your trajectory of your career that will understand that indescribable dream. They'll get it. It just clicks. They understand what you're saying. Now, the masses might not, but they get it. That one person understands that indescribable dream that you have for your career, for you personally, for your organization. Sometimes the way that they can assist you in communicating some of that information is crucial to the things that you need to do. And I know that sometimes we look at some of the stuff and go, well, I don't know if I can do that. It's my dream, but I still don't know that I can do it. I will tell you, if you go and do it and you fail, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. More people will attempt not to do something because of fear of failure than actually doing it. I will tell you, as I look around, I know a lot of people with big dreams. But the fear of failure holds them back. It holds them back because they can't afford to fail. Now, don't get me wrong. Failing sucks, but sometimes it doesn't. And let me explain what I mean here. You have to take that failure and what you learned about it, what you learned from that failure and how you're going to move forward. That's going to get you further. And let me, let me just tell you, the indescribable dream sometimes can actually change slightly because of a failure or give you a better opportunity later down. Hey, some people don't even have failures and that's okay too. But you have a dream and I, I'm going to tell you if we take back anything or learn anything from this particular year, this year, number one, you should realize that anything can change that quick that quick and how do you want to look at this i mean i'm sure that this was not the dream scenario for anyone to be locked up but you have to take the opportunity of this indescribable dream that you have inside of you and decide what you're going to do moving forward i'm just telling you i think it's funny because we sit back for a moment And we have these desires and we have these things that we want to do across the board, personal life, career, inside of different places, helping people, but you can't describe what you want to do. Find the one person that understands you. Find the one person. Sometimes you have to be somebody else's muse. 
Yeah, those things happen. But you have to move forward. Some people don't want to. Some people, well, they're okay where they're at. But there are some people out there that I'm going to tell you, if you start moving and grooving and doing the things that could lead to a failure, those things could lead you to your indescribable dream. And some people have to write these things down or type them up or however people communicate these days in regards of how they do their dreaming. But this is something you have to think about. And I'm not telling you to go out there and make a vision board. I mean, those things are okay. But look at what your dream was and what's causing you on not wanting to move forward. Yeah, I know a little bit more serious topic than what the hell we normally talk about here. It almost sounds like the other show. But I felt moved today. They're wanting to talk about that. It's been something that's been on my mind over the weekend, and I really knew that I can't. when I came in this morning, it was something that I wanted to talk about to you because there's somebody out there that has an indescribable dream that's allowing them to hold them back is the fear of failure. And you want to know what I say? I say, fuck it and move forward and just do it, my friend. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Those so-called winners don't go to court. They settle for less because they need the money more than you do. I use the courtroom to right the wrongs, so you and your family get everything you deserve, not a quick settlement. We get better results because I'm a real trial lawyer, not a TV salesman. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Back to the Monday, 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 Monday. That ship with Heronorda, Heronorda, here on the Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, you're listening to us on Safety FM. Don't worry about it. So let's talk a little bit more about what's going on inside of the news, because I always think that it's important for us to discuss the ends, the ands, the buts, the brown it, all the things going on inside of the world. So let's go through it. So let's talk about it. How does this work for you? With many of us spending a lot of time on the couch during the pandemic, the World Health Organization is reminding us to exercise. The WHO, not the band, has released a new physical activity guideline recommending the adults to get at least 150 minutes or two and a half hours of moderate, vigorous physical activity per week. Well, I got some ideas. Uh, They say that this would be great offset for the risk of early death linked to prolonged sitting. 150 minutes sounds like a tough goal to attain. The organization reminds us that 
<laughs> doing some physical activity is better than for your health than doing none at all. Well, that's a good point. I, I'm glad you brought that up. You can start with a small, slow, and increase your frequency in intensity and duration over time. Recommendations are indoor activities don't require a lot of space or equipment. Climbing the stairs, active play with children or pets. Wait, there you go. Dancing or online yoga or Pilates. I got a class for you. It is recommended for children up to 17 to get at least 60 minutes of exercise daily. But I was told that I'm saving the world by staying home on my couch. So what the hell's going on there? Or you could shell out a couple of grand for a Peloton and to see how long it's going to take you before you get that shit in the mail. Or, well, or I'd just be better off, you know, if I dial it back a bit. Because, you know, I might already be exceeding, exceeding that goal. Okay, just kidding there. But I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that the physical activity is very important. But I don't think it's a lot of things that people are talking about these days. And maybe that's what we need to talk about a little bit more. So let's continue talking about some other things. There's a sale. Sailplane. Yeah, sailplane. Who hasn't picked up the last moment gift for someone at the airport? Now here's your chance to pick up the gift from an airplane. Cash Trap British Airways is selling off <laughs> excess plates, champagne, <laughs> flutes, towels, blankets, slippers, and ter- items used on planes. The airline says that the, ter- that the items all allow buyers to recreate magical flying experience at home. What else is up for grabs? How about the aircraft drink tra- um, trolley, canisters from the recent retired Boeing 747 feet fleet, plates, uh, bread baskets, and even the official Club World casserole dish or socks. Yeah, I'm not joking here. It is the first time ever that they had the opportunity to get their hands on items of British um, Airways craft, which have circled the globe hundreds of times. In September, the company CEO said the British Airways is burning through an average of $25 million a day. Jeez. And so it all, it all joke. I'm not joking about this. This is serious. You can go to www.whatabuy.co.uk forward slash British Airways forward slash Club World. So $25 million a day. Well, that's a lot of butter dishes, I guess, to, you know, try to offset that. And thank, well, thanks, but I haven't quite reached the level of rock bottom yet where I'm looking to buy used slippers. Um, yes, I'd love to be able to recreate the magical flying experience of, of ramming a drink cart into somebody's shin when they're at the comfort of their own home. I think that would be kind of cool to do. You know, just something to think about for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, have you heard about this one? His bark is definitely worse than his bite. Here are some surely the greatest inventions of the lifetime, and it's just time to impress your family at Christmas. The new cuss collar. Yes, it is a dog collar that promises to translate your dog's bark into what they are actually saying. Humans swear the cuss collar makers say that the pre-recorded sounds that emanate from the small speakers each time the wearer barks includes exactly the words that by now you're guessing that they're saying. This includes classes as fuck shit, ass words, among others, the manufacturer's website also says that it's clear that the cuss collar is not intended for training use. It costs about 
$60 at CussCollar.com. They are taking the word suggestion for future upgrades. If you can actually stream some things together, um, I would probably say if you're a sailor, probably a good idea to do so. I'm getting two. I can't um, wait to hear my dog have a conversation. You know, because they could carry on all day as they bark at each other. Please don't use this with children, Brozen. No child should be <laughs> be sworn at by their fury friends because that might be a little scary for them um, as you think about it. So a lot of interesting stuff there. So let's talk about some more, some interesting, interesting, interesting stuff. Do you want to talk about the myths and the facts about weight gain during the holidays? Because I think this is important. This is something that we don't normally talk about. But this is, I mean, and don't shame yourself if you gained weight during the holiday season that just started. Um, the average person does gain about seven pounds of what they say, but let's go through it. Most people gain full size during the holidays is a myth. A Texas University study found that the female test subject gained about one pound and males gained about 1.5 pounds in the six weeks leading up to New Year. So there you go. That's far less than the seven pounds often cited. Of this time of the year. Uh, and then, of course, I would tell you, speak for yourself. Because I don't think that that's true. Anyways, but that's not my opinion. I'm just giving you what the opinion is actually what's saying. Bloating isn't the same as fat. Wait. Well, fact. One reason why you feel like you've packed on more weight than what you have previously. Because many holiday foods trigger bloating and water retention. The main corporate? Carbs and sodium. A pecan pie and a, smash and a mashed potato with gravy and a shortbread cookie. Well, I think that would cause some carb issues for sure. Exercise states that off-holiday pounds, myth. More than study has found that those who work out around the holidays gain the same amount of weight that those who didn't. But remember, there are numerous benefits of exercise, including stress reduction and improves your sleep. So am I not exercising enough? Is that why I'm not getting enough freaking sleep? One of the other, on the other hand, I'm working out. I'm not drinking eggnog usually. So there you go. So maybe that's some another thing to think about. I'll lose it in January. That's normally a miss. Studies have shown that most of us never lose the holiday padding, probably um, because after giving up the New Year's resolution, we tend to gain back the weight that we've lost. Hoping to get pajama pants for Christmas again, I guess. This is probably... Can I get some pajama jeans, please? Thank you. It's not too late to avoid weight gains during the weight season during the holiday. Well, this is a fact. Commit to two simple goals. Budget your carbs and drink more water. Both can help avoid having to make the annual New Year's resolution to lose weight. Well, as we have learned, at least I don't want to, I don't have to work out. So there you go. There are some benefits for that if you want to look at it in that particular fashion, I guess. Duh. Anyway, so let's talk about did you know a Harvard study has found the company CEO worked the average of 62.5 hours per week in their 2018 analysis of 27 company bosses. It was found at the time that indeed the scariest resources with the average CEO working 9.7 hours Per workday, four hours per for the weekend days and 2.4 hours per vacation day. But before you cry too many tears for your company fearless leader, keep in mind that the study found that CEOs can make the average of 271 times regular payers work money. So there you go. So that is something to think about for sure. So a lot of interesting stuff going on right there as we talk about it. What is your microphone setup? Uh, let's see. Coming from the box, this is an AKG, and this is a C414, just in case if you're interested. So there you go. That's the microphone setup, and if I have a cluster of other stuff behind all that, that is for sure. Anyway, so let's talk about some other things. Let's talk about what's going on inside of the swamp. So let's go through that real quick. 
Joe Biden suffered a bone fracture in his right foot over the weekend, but not from trying to dislodge, not trying to dislodge his foot from his mouth. I'm just joking as I say that. He was reportedly playing with along with his dog, and he took a tumble. Pull, poll reported that not allowed to record Biden continue leaving the Delaware oh. orthopedic specialist where he was treated. He's expected to be in a boot for the next couple of weeks. So there you go. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on in that side of there. Iowa Second Congressional District will flip to the Republican co- um, control in January after a recount decided that Mariana Mila by six vote. The 394,400 votes that were cast, the first certification showed the Democrat losing about 47 votes. After the recount process, that margin was slimmed down to just six. One of the incoming freshman GOP congresswomen says that she has already, for the right wing squad for her own on cnn nicole Malcolmatrix said that she was that she was able to natural alliance of forming among some of the new reps joining her class we don't believe we should be dismantling the economy we don't believe that we should be destroying the free market principles and we don't believe the green new deal we don't believe in packing the court she said so there you go that's getting us out of the swamp right away and i was so glad that we've already left and let's talk about what's going on inside of the world of the lottery because i think that that's important no winner for friday night's make a million drawing tuesday's drawing will be for 229 million dollar jackpot or 177.5 million dollar cash payout no winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $231 million jackpot or $180 million cash payout. It's a lot of interesting stuff going on right there if you're interested in playing that kind of stuff. So let me give you the top five at the movie theater over the weekend. Number five, Come and Play, made $387,000. At number four, Let Him Go, $453,000. At number three, The War with Grandpa, $644,000. At number two, Freaky. $770,000 and making the new number one spot for over the weekend, The Crude, a new age, $9.7 million. Yeah, you don't hear that number a lot lately inside of what's going on, but $9.7 million is what they made. So there you go at the number one spot. Want to talk about this real quick, so let's talk a little bit about celebrity news, but I just want to mention this. Want to mention, I would love talking about people that put their money where their mouth is. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds donated $250,000 to both Covenant House Vancouver and Covenant House Toronto. The nonprofit, which Reynolds has been a longtime supporter, provides homeless youth with basic needs like food and a shelter, as well as helps to prepare them for life independent and successful futures, according to the website. So there you go. I love me some Ryan Reynolds, and I definitely love me some Blake Lively. But glad to see that they're out there supporting the greater Canada area of Vancouver and Toronto as they're actually doing those things. So good for them. Glad to see that they are actually doing some things to be able to help out with others. Anyways, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the world of sports real quick before we let you go. The Pittsburgh Steelers were scheduled to host the Baltimore Ravens on Thanksgiving night, but the game got pushed back to Sunday due to players on both teams testing positive for COVID. After some tests came back positive, the game was postponed again till Thursday night. The move also purchased Thursday night's football game between the Ravens and the Cowboys to Monday, December the 7th. In which is the third time the Super Bowl era that the NFL game will be played on Tuesday night. So there you go. A lot of interesting things going on right there. Let me tell you about what happened back on this date 
back in 19. No, let me not do that one. Let me do uh, 2004. Ken Jen- Jennings loses his first Jeopardy match after winning 74 in a row and racking up a 25, uh, $2.5 million. Jennings' streak boosted the ratings of Jeopardy and was an instant celebrity in the household name. He wallowed in his 15 minutes of fame, appearing to the late night talk shows and even Sesame Street. Jennings wouldn't, couldn't have won, or excuse me, could have won the answer most of the firm's 70,000 seasonal white-collar employees that work at only four months. What was the answer? It was H&R Block. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff there. So closing it out real quick, let me tell you about some birthdays going on today. Yep. Alicia Kubert turns 38 today. God, she turns 38. Um, Clay Aikens turns 42. 42. God. Ben Stiller, 55. And I'm not saying God like they're old. I'm saying God. I didn't realize these people were. I guess I need to realize these people do get older. Billy Idol turns 65 today. And Gordon Liddy. Yeah, that guy turns 90 today. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on inside of that neck of the woods. So there you go. So let's talk about some other stuff real quick. Uh, let me tell you some whack facts, because that's important. Yoda from Star Wars was molded after the appearance of Albert Einstein. Freddie Mercury and Paul McCartney used the same piano to record Bohemian Rhapsody in Hey Jude. Jack Nicholson's once had a job answering Tom and Jerry's fan mail. The world is ruining, or, or the world is running out of sand. We use about 40 billion tons of it each year. Studies show that the Sprite may not be the best hangover remedies. And at nine, in minus 90 degrees Fahrenheit, your breath freezes in midair and drop to the ground. And it will drop to the ground. Um, don't take my word for that one. Or no, do take my word for that one. Um, because I think that it might be uh, kind of scary to go test. Anyways, let me tell you, give you some, some crap about some slices of BS for today. The Cyber Monday, a day according to the tradition that we spend all day shopping online. Or as my wife says, she just calls it Monday. It's Cyber Monday, not for me. If you haven't given someone a forearm shiver to to save $99 off a $1,600 TV, it just feels like you've just haven't earned it. Over the weekend, we celebrated Red Saturday. Yes, this is where you spend part of your morning wiping up the blood from the electronics that you purchase on Black Friday. It's Cyber Monday. I just can't do it. I like to spend money locally. Plus, I actually have more more fun shopping in my underwear than I do at the mall. Florida man posted a video where he was thawing out a turkey in his backyard swimming pool. The clip has gone viral. Something awful happened during the Thanksgiving dinner with my family, too. I had a Thanksgiving dinner with my family, but I was only really, truly alone. Something to think about as we talk about it, that's for sure. Rocker, rocker Billy, um, uh, <laughs> rocker Billy, rocker Billy Idol. Why do I want to say rockabilly? Rocker Billy Idol turned 65 today. He was once given one slice of cake, and he screamed, more, more, and more. You'll get it if you know the song. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about the trivia because it is Monday, Monday, Monday. So let's do it. Here we go. What is the name of the rabbit's abood? Adoob, adooby. So here we go. A, den. B, nest. C, burrow. 
and D, office. The correct answer is C, borough. Harvard University is located in which city? A, Cambridge. B, Providence. C, New York. And D, Harvard. Correct answer? Cambridge. In a 1994 CBS interview, Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates performed what unusual trick on the camera? A, jumping over an office chair. B, jumping backwards over the desk. C, typing on a keyboard while doing the handstand. Or D, opening three programs on his computers without Windows crashing. Oh, God, I wish it was D, but it's actually A, jumping over the office chair. If you need something to do today, I got some stuff for you. Before we get into that, let me give you some phone starters if you need so. Next phone call you take, do this. If you have one hour to spend $10,000 in one store, where are you going? If you need a random joke for today, use this. When I really miss hugging people, it's probably the depth procession issue. If you need some conversation for the water cooler, try this one. When it comes to shopping during the holidays, 6% of adults admit that they have done this. What is it? fake an illness to go shopping believe it or not that is actually a common practice anyways let me tell you some days that you can celebrate today if you're so interested in doing so so today is monday november the 30th also known as national personal space day national mason jar day national moose day national meth awareness day computer security day stay home because you're well day well i think i've been doing that quite a bit um national mississippi day and of course cyber monday so that's some things to think about anyways we talked about it let's talk about it once again because i think it's important during the holiday seasons people that are suffering from depression and suicidal thoughts the rates normally go up during this time so let's talk about it if you are suffering or struggling with mental health depression or just need someone to talk to call 1-800-273-8255 that's 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK this is the national suicide prevention lifeline they're available 24 hours a day seven days a week right there for you they can help prevent suicide the lifeline provides 24 7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention prevention, and crisis resources for you and your loved one and best practices for professionals. If you don't want to do the phone call, you can go to the website. They do have a chat box available. That's at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. So please don't forget, if you are running into that issue or if you know of somebody who is, I recommend strongly going there. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today before. Oh, I just told you those. What am I thinking? I'm thinking about the wrong thing here. couple of things. If I can leave you with a thought for today, let's talk about this. Well, let's talk about two things. Number one, tomorrow's a big day around here, and I can only tell you tomorrow. I can't tell you right now, so please be on the lookout for the show tomorrow, and we're going to talk about something going on behind the scenes. Um, So we'll talk about that. So very crucial, very important for us here at Safety FM. So please come by. I'm going to run something here at the end. You've seen it before. I'm going to run a little bit more. That way you know exactly what we're talking about. And then, let me tell you this, little Jim. If I can leave you with a thought for today, think about this. A weekend well spent brings a week of content. Yes. Think about it. Think about it. A weekend well spent brings a week of content. If I can leave you with anything, think about that. Anyways, you have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Goodbye. For now? Well, for now. Yeah, that's for sure. Love you, mean it. Bye. Duh. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.